Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Good morning, this is Jay, and thank you for joining us in the podcast today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we are at, what we are thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for guidance. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. This morning we are reading from the book of Malachi, chapter 1 through chapter 3, verse 5. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord, but you say, How have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord? Yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I hated. I have laid waste his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. If Edom says, We are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins, the Lord of hosts says, They may build, but I will tear down, and they will be called the wicked country, and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am a father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my fear? Says the Lord of hosts to you, O priest, who despise my name. But you say, How have we despised your name? By offering polluted food upon my altar. But you say, How have we polluted you? By saying that the Lord's table may be despised. When you offer blind animals in sacrifice, is that not evil? And when you offer those that are lame or sick, is that not evil? Present that to your governor. Will he accept you or show you favor? Says the Lord of hosts. 
and now entreat the favor of God that he may be gracious to us. With such a gift from your hand, will he show favor to any of you, says the Lord of hosts? Oh, that there were one among you who would shut the doors, that you might not kindle fire on my altar in vain. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, and I will not accept an offering from your hand. For from the rising of the sun to, the, to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name in a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts, but you profane it when you say that the Lord's table is polluted, and its fruit, that is, its food, may be despised. But you say, what a weariness this is, and you snort at it, says the Lord of hosts. You bring what has been taken by violence, or is lame, or sick. And this you bring as your offering. Shall I accept it, that from your hand, says the Lord? Cursed be the cheat who has a male in his flock, and vows it, and yet sacrifices to the Lord what is blemished. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name will be feared among the nations. And now, O priests, this command is for you. If you will not listen, if you will not take it to heart to give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send the curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Indeed, I have already cursed them, because you do not lay it to heart. Behold, I will rebuke your offspring, and spread dung on your faces, the dung of your offerings, and you shall be taken away with it. So shall you know that I have sent this command to you, that my covenant with Levi may stand, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave them to him. It was a covenant of fear, and he feared me. He stood in awe of my name. True instruction was in his mouth, and no wrong was found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and he turned many from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should guard knowledge, and people should seek instruction from his mouth, for he is a messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to stumble by your instruction. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. And so I make you despised and abased before all people, inasmuch as you do not keep my ways, but show partiality in your instruction. Have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? Why then are we faithless to one another, profaning the covenant of our fathers? Judah has been faithless, and abomination has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned the sanctuary of the Lord, which he loves, and has married the daughter of a foreign god. May the Lord cut off from the tents of Jacob any descendant of him, the man who does this, who brings an offering to the Lord of hosts. And this second thing you do, you cover the Lord's altar with tears, with weeping and groaning, because he no longer regards the offering or accepts it with favor from your hand. But you say, why does he not? Because the Lord was witness between you and the wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless, though she is your companion and your wife by covenant. Did he not make them one with the portion of the Spirit in their union? What was the one God seeking? Godly offspring. So guard yourselves in your spirit, 
and let none of you be faithless to the wife of your youth. For the man who does not love his wife but divorces her, says the Lord, the God of Israel, covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. So guard yourselves in your spirit, and do not be faithless. You have wearied the Lord with your words, but you say, How have we wearied him? By saying, Everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them. Or by asking, Where is the God of justice? Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. Who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi, and refine them like gold and silver. And they will bring offerings and righteousness to the Lord. And the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in the days of old, and as in former years. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Malachi has made a couple things very clear. First, he says God is to be honored and feared, and his name is to be made great among the nations. Secondly, that Israel, and in particular the priests, are dishonoring God's name. The priests are doing so by half-hearted and negligent religious service. They are vowing one thing and doing another, offering unacceptable sacrifices and, figuratively speaking, spreading dung on the face of God. They were also faithless in their marriages and oppressing workers, widows, the fatherless, and the sojourner. The priests were doing this because they had lost sight of the awe of God. Malachi points out that originally, a priest had a covenant relationship with God marked by an awe of God, a fear of God, and one who walked with God and were his messengers, steering people away from sin and were trusted sources of truth and instruction. Due to God's disfavor, Malachi calls the priests and the nation of Israel to turn and entreat the favor of God in order that he may be gracious to them. As a Christian, I, I love reading about what the priests should be like. The nature of a priest is relevant to you and I because Peter describes us as a royal priesthood. There have been moments in my life where I've been in awe of God and saw my life pointing others to him, as I bet you've seen in your own life. On the other hand is my awareness that I'm often just like these priests Malachi is speaking to, and I'm sure you battle this shame as well. Our hope comes in knowing that Jesus was the perfect priest and is our high priest. We can heed Malachi's call to entreat the favor of God because Jesus' offering for our sin was accepted by God, and we can now confidently draw near to God, receive mercy, and find grace in our time of need, as the letter to the Hebrews says. As you start your morning and consider the day before you, remember your role as a priest. Make today about honoring God and representing Him to the people who will be around you. Take a moment now to pray and ask Jesus, our High Priest, for His favor upon your day.
Lord Jesus, renew our awe of you in this distorted world. The temptations to give ourselves wholly to what we find is awesome and leave you with hollow lip service and half-hearted sacrifice are near and enticing. We confess our idolatry, Father, and thank you for the grace we have received through your Son, Jesus. We ask, Holy Spirit, that today you will give us strength to be priests, and that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom may come.